Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This was on Tap Radio On Demand episode is presented by Cask Branding. Cask Branding is a trusted source for supplying breweries, distilleries, and wineries with custom merchandise and branding. A member of the Texas Craft Brewers Guild, Cask Branding can make your brand stand out with class. You preach support local. Well, how about practicing what you preach? Go to CaskBranding.com, CaskBranding.com, CaskBranding.com. Enjoy the show. This is about to be good radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to me, a craft brewer is much more of a mindset. We just opened two cans. So. Uh, spread the gospel of good beer. Tons and tons of stuff going on in the beer world. I love craft beer. I love different people's beers. It's a brewer's favorite. <laughs> Cheers to all us beer geeks and those new to the craft. A What's on Tap high five. <laughs> this is What's on Tap Radio. Beer and the culture that flows with it. Here's beer guru James Simpson and beer logic's Chad Pilbeam. Let's count together. Ready? Let's all count together. <laughs> one, two, one, two, two three. Woo! <laughs> it's all happening. Ooh, it's time for beer. You know, I tell you, every week, it's my favorite, favorite time of the entire week is when I get to sit down and have a beer with you. Welcome to What's on Tap Radio. I am Bigger James Simpson, joined by that lovely voice you just heard, Mr. Beologic Chad Pillbeam. Yeah, I'm here too, and oh man, I'm feeling good. We're going to do a thing, yeah. and I, I checked with James ahead of time, and I said, what do you want to do today? And he said, let's do a thing. Let's and do I a said, thing. how about... We make a memory. I got, look, if you look at my, I have a today's plan. Today's plan to do a thing. What, oh, what's on tab radio? But uh, we have Wait, a, Did you send me a one sheet? Uh, I, I don't know. Producer! Maybe, maybe I did. Where's maybe our producer? But uh, if you're not familiar with the show, maybe you stumbled across <laughs> it. You're hitting seek as you're driving down the interstates. It's a show about the old beer industry where we taking a break from politics and Home Improvement and all those are great shows and all, but this show, this show is a show that just keeps the conversation going one beer at a time. And uh, without these sponsors, this show wouldn't be on. And those sponsors being Southern Star Brewing, No Label Brewing, Buffalo Bayou Brewing, Beer Logic Conference and Events, Galaxy Jewelers, The Backyard Grill, and of course, sponsoring the podcast, which is available everywhere, is Cask Branding. Have to have to thank our partners in crime, our, our sponsors, our advertisers, because uh, we love them so much for allowing us to, to stay on the radio to hang out with you. Because without them, just be another politics or political show. Maybe you're into that, but uh, we're not. We're all about uh, drinking beer and seeing where the conversation takes. Uh, so I, I do have a one sheet full of great topics. There it is. I see it right there. See our producer send it over. Oh uh-huh. yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Got to check that email every now and then, Chad. It's hey, been hey, 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 since hey. yesterday, <laughs> but. Uh, Thirsty. It's been a long week. Well, I guess Sunday's oh, yeah. the beginning of the week, but you know the weekend's almost over. We're about to go back to work tomorrow. Everybody's and, uh, working. But, uh, it's time for to crack a beer. <laughs> First segment brought to the table this week, being brought to you by our friends 
who make, I swear, the best crawfish in town. The Backyard Uh-oh. Grill. Oh, giddy up. The Backyard Grill. Uh, it is grill. crawfish season. In fact, beer and crawfish is kind of, I mean, it's like peas and carrots. It is like peas and carrots. <laughs> it, it goes together so well. It's, uh, again, I love Oktoberfest. You know, that's one of my also favorite times of the year, but just this crawfish season. We just get past these frigid temperatures. Let's warm up a little bit. Let's defrost and go hang out on a patio, drink some beer, and eat some crawfish. But uh, I love it. Let's crack some beers first, Chad. All right, brought to the table. Who's going first? Is it going to be you uh, or is it going to be me? Who's going? Who's going? Come on, Chad. James, tee us up, buddy. All right, I'm tossing it. So when I heard, I had a number of people send me this. When I heard this beer was returning, I instantly got a smile on my face. I was like, I have to go find this beer. It was not as easy as I thought it would be to find the beer. But luckily, I got a tip from a good friend of ours, Mr. Brian Holzen, KPRC hey, Channel 2. Hey, we know two. that guy. And he told me, hey, I was at my local HEB, and I picked up. Oh, shoot, man. Yeah, now, that's it. The stone. You're doing the show by yourself. Sublimely, it was self-righteous black IPA. I'm leaving right now. I'm quitting. I'm not coming back until I find a six-pack of that. I'm leaving. Bye. Oh, man. That is unbelievable. Dude. Okay, this right here, I'm just going to rant for one second. One second. Make black IPAs a, a thing, thing again. again. I, I 100% oh. agree. So... If you're not familiar with this beer, it was re- released in 2007 when black IPAs were the jam. I mean, people were all about the black IPAs. Also known as a Cascadian dark ale. Exactly right. You the roasty notes of a, of a stout or a porter, but you get that bam, that hot bitterness of an IPA. But then just like fads go, people just stopped giving love to the black IPAs and it went away. But they re-released it. And this is for a limited time at eight point what is it percent alcohol eight point seven eight point seven percent alcohol Son by volume. Of a gun that sounds good. But man, oh man, when I took a sip, it took me right back to two thousand twelve because they issued it in twenty fifteen as their fifteenth anniversary beer. Mm-hmm. I took a sip, it took me back ten years. Yeah, and see, here's the thing: Fire Marshal Matt, mm-hmm. he knows mm-hmm. us, so mm-hmm. no label name drop for them. Fire Marshal Matt, he hates IPAs. So he got himself one of these black IPAs. Still hates them. <laughs> no exception. I did not know that about uh, Fire Marshal Matt. I thought he did like IPAs. I just thought it was oh, too... Oh, he hates them. Ag- I just figured... Hates it, IPAs. When he told me that he didn't like it, I figured it was too aggressive because it is a very, very yeah, aggressive it beer. It is very, very hoppy. But now, I love I love the roastiness. It. And it's it's a good beer for this time of year because, you know, you're drinking those stouts and, and, and porters in this colder climate. And, but you still get that IPA that you love. Somebody actually called it the Black IPA is actually the uh, West Coast Hopped Stout. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. It's not, it doesn't quite have the same mouthfeel and it doesn't have the same characteristics and body wise. But that's the mouthfeel alone is just all just dark roastiness with right. that bitterness on the finish. Yeah, yeah. A little more on the taste. All right. That's, that's, that's what I brought to the table. Well, I'm going to talk more about this later coming up, but it's time for Mr. Pilbean to enlighten well, us of what he brought to the table. All right. Well, if there's a frozen over lake out my uh, front yard, wait, there is. It's hard to think about boating right now. But if I was, James, what is the official? Let's see if you know this. The official boat of beer drinking. The official what boat. style boat? What style of boat? Oh, it's got to be. What, what is the L to M? What kind of boat is that? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, that's a, I think that's a, like a, a fishing boat or shrimp boat. That might be, but I was thinking I was, I was going for pontoon. James. Oh, that's what I said. Pontoon boat, Chad. There Everybody it is. Knows yeah. That. That's what you said. Yeah. yeah. That's what he, that's what he said. That's what the I pontoon said. Pontoon brewing company out of Georgia. Uh, you know, when you're cruising in slow motion and partying in slow motion, it's okay to go ahead and crack open 11% quad stack, Belgian quadruple made with maple syrup. And this is from Pontoon Brewing Company because if you tried drinking this on a speedboat, oh, you're getting pulled over and then you're over the limit. And speaking of over the limit, we're coming up on a break. I'm going to pour this and we'll talk more about this beer from Pontoon Brewing Company. But James, what did you bring again? Again, I brought the Stone re-release sublimely self Righteous Black IPA at 8.7% alcohol by volume from Stone Brewing. All right, right, so we got to take a break right now. James, what do we have coming up? We have BrewDog in trouble. And also, Uh Beer for Trash and a fun fact coming right up. This is What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We got a great show planned and great beers. And plus, these alcohol by volumes are pretty high, so it's going to be interesting where the show goes. So hang with us for the next two hours. Got a fun, fun show planned for you. We'll be right back. Craft beer. It's not alcoholism. It's a hobby. This is What's on Tap Radio. I ain't got a high-powered motor. I don't own a wakeboard. I got a 1970 Morton guitar and an outdoor carpet dance floor. Chad's anthem here. It is. Welcome back to What's on Tap Radio, where I'm staring at a frozen lake outside my studio. I'm hard to imagine a pontoon being out there. Just got the pontoon. Darn right. When I went and visited him, I took a cruise on the old pontoon with a life jacket jacket on and everything. <laughs> Look at you, because you know your mom listens to the show. And <laughs> James, you do not go on that boat without a life jacket on. <laughs> Pretty much how she sounds too. But that, uh, that was me doing your mom right there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there. Yeah, yeah that was like my, my impression of your mom. I didn't realize my mom was on second <laughs> mic. <laughs> no, but, but uh, no, Chad's kind of, you know, he cruises around the uh, lake. He's got that lakefront property now, and when it's not frozen over, he's cruising around with his bride on the pontoon we were boat. Talking. Yeah, we were talking during the break. So last week, we kind of exhausted everything on the uh, frozen pipes, but we didn't talk about the frozen lake. And James was wondering if I was doing any ice fishing. And I talked to my neighbor, and he does some ice fishing. And uh, we uh, we've got a story coming up. I think we're gonna. I think it's on the one sheet. Um, of course, I now that I opened the one sheet that the producer sent us. Hey, Chad, read your email. Um, but I think there's a story about an ice shanty uh, and beer drinking. And uh, my neighbor, I asked him, "You catch any fish out there?" He's like, "Nope, just a couple of twelve ounces." I'm like, "Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you." I mean, how Didn't long catch do you have to sit out fish? there before you can catch something? I don't know anything about ice fishing, but. Like any fishing, it's going to take time. You have to be patient. It's 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 like drink. Think of it this way: it's like drinking in a closet, and you hope you don't get caught. Even though everybody watches you go in because the lake's frozen. You walk out there, you got your gear and everything. You go inside the shanty, you close the door, and you sit around a heater. You cut a hole in the ice. You put the fishing lure or the bait down in there, and you sit there, and nothing happens except drinking beer and you talk with your bud. That's it. I mean, you so, can you can brew some beer under it, right? Yeah, I suppose you could. Yeah, brew, yeah, brew beer under a frozen lake. Uh, we're going to talk about... G- and we wanted to make the ultimate ice block, and we made it in the coldest place that we could find, which was under the surface of a frozen 
lake. Yeah, it wasn't this lake, that James Watt. But trouble. that's yeah. James meanwhile, Watt the pontoon. I thought the pontoon boat was put away, but it came out in a uh, in a can of quad stack Belgian. Uh, this is a Belgian quad, and it's made with maple syrup from Pontoon Brewing Company, uh, just outside of Atlanta. They're in Georgia there, and uh, yeah, this is like. Uh, I've taken a few sips now. We didn't get the chance to talk about this. Yeah, break uh, it down for us, Chad, because remember that we we got yes we criticized. Got to, um, you know, on on one of the many platforms where yes. podcast is available, we got criticized. But we don't talk enough about the beers that we're drinking. They just kind of skate over it, <laughs> as I would expect from an eleven percent beer uh, with an adjunct like maple syrup. Uh, head retention is minimal. There's little to no lacing on that, meaning that the foam or the head on the beer isn't really sticking to the glass. Body is a little thin, but the flavor is really balanced. I know that it sounds crazy, but you'd expect it to be really, really sweet. It's definitely leaning sweet, but it shows some restraint in that I don't want to just go, oh, it's just sugar water, and I want to spit it out because it's dessert. It's a nice beer. Um, never sip here. We both took a sip at the same mm-hmm. time. I saw that right there. That that almost never happens. Nope. Whenever we both, <laughs> and all of a sudden there's like that's called dead time. You can't have dead air, guys. Our cycles but, are synced. Uh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. We're on the same cycle. <laughs> <laughs> we we're both thirsty at the same time. Uh, nice beer, quad stack, uh, Belgian IPA, and you had the sublimely self righteous black IPA from. Stone Brewing, mm. and uh, you enjoy this fresh, but this is just one of the styles. It's kind of like the Red India Pale Ale. It just had its <sighs> day, and then people all of a sudden were just like, you know what? I don't want to drink this anymore. I want to drink Fruity Pebbles and um, birthday cake beer, Red Hots, and all you know whatever they throw in beer these days. And so these beers just kind of died and went away, and it broke my heart because I really, really love black IPAs, Cascadian IPAs. And mm-hmm. they just didn't get that popular. Kind of like a, I felt that Brute IPAs. Uh, I really like those, but I guess people just thought they were too dry. And so they just, yeah. you know, just never caught on. But I like them, and I'm really glad that they brought this out. Um, kind of pricey. I'm not going to be on, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's a kind of a pricey six-pack, oh, it, it but is worth all six-pack. the money in it. Yeah. And, and Stone, look, Stone's not a sponsor. They don't have any affiliation with the show. But I'm just a big fan of the beer, and I actually took a picture of the beer when it first came out. I was a very young. I was like, <laughs> I saw that picture. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna post it to our <laughs> social at what's on tap radio, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But you're gonna get a warning on that. They're gonna say, "Is are you posting alcohol with a, with a child?" <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what people were asking when I, po- I was sitting around them, you know, amongst our group, and they're like, "Who's that kid in there?" I'm like, well, come on, man. I that's right. Your mom, your mom looked. Is she's gonna look at that picture and she's she's gonna say, "Are you wearing your life jacket while you're drinking that beer?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chad, All right. we're wasting time. We gotta do this now. The official What's on Tap Radio fun fact. Of the week brought to you by who's ever check cleared this week oh i'm ready to go to class chad take us to school i'm excited about this one because as we we've exhausted the content on uh, being cold and freezing and everything else because of the temperatures up here it gives us something else to talk about around what's going on around the world but one of the things i really enjoy which is hard to do this time of year but there in houston i'm sure you can enjoy it in fact i think i saw a picture recently of uh one Mrs. Simpson sitting around the old fire warming up. Oh yeah, we do the fire the pit. Nurse. We love the fire pit. We are yeah, we are yeah. a fire pit family. Yeah, it is nice. It mm-hmm. is nice. It's cozy. Cook s'mores. It, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, hey, just uh, that just proves that James doesn't hate all of God's creation. Winter. He likes the part where he can 
cozy yeah, up I around just don't the like fire. When it's really like stupid cold, <laughs> like like when you have to wrap your pipes cold. I don't like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, we were uh, as we were talking about that last week. I started thinking about you know all the different things that we get to do to warm up. But I like cuddling up by a fire. But of course, when you do. You know, what happens when you cuddle up around a fire? You get inspired to do fun facts. And this is the inspiration for this week's What's on Tap Radio Fun Fact. Yeah, that's where I love get inspired. Or, yeah, that's right. Love it or hate it. Smoke beer is a real thing. And it's oh, a very it polarizing ever? beer style. Without question, though, James, our favorite smoke beer, Smoke on the Bayou. It is a good Gotta one. Gotta love Smoke on the Bayou. Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company, where beer is made with malts that were smoked by five different Texas barbecue pit masters. And while that might seem like a strange way to make beer and treat an ingredient, just want you to know, it actually has historic and even ancient roots going back to way back in time to the time machine. That's right. Jumping the DeLorean, 1.21 gigawatts, 88 miles an hour. We're going back in time. Now, there's a legend that smoke beer was created by accident when a brew house caught on fire and the uh, 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 the smoke ruined the malts, but the maltster and the brewer not wanting to throw them away said, let's just try and make it. And hey, a new smoky beer style was born, but nothing could be further from the truth because it never happened that way. But the way beer used to be made was smoky. Chad, are you saying that all beer was smoked beer at one point in time? Yes. What? Mind blown. That's right. Because barley, in order for it to become malted barley and used in the brewing process, has to be wet and then dried. And in order for that to happen, you got to use sunlight or fire because there was nothing else to use back in the old day. And that was the case um, all the way up until 1635. What happened on July 23rd, 1635? Well, the Declaration of Independence was signed. No, actually, that wasn't. I just made that part up. But uh, the patent for the first smoke-free malt drying machine was was made, and it was in the United Kingdom, and it took another 150 years for it to go all the way through Europe and all the way through Germany, and everybody used it except for the fine folks in Bomberg, Germany, and the poster child for smoked beer, which is Schlenkerla. And Schlenkerla, to this day, still uses the traditional methods of smoking beer. So your official What's on Tap Radio fun facts of the week is that Schlenkerla uses the traditional methods of smoking beer and give us their our Roch beer. Also, no, that's German for smoke. And I'm sure Sasha Thibault, he's going to nail me for mispronouncing that. No label name drop. And they smoke it over beech wood, which is the same wood that is used in Budweiser's beech wood aging. But that's not the most unusual thing to smoke uh, a beer over, which that has to go to Iceland, where the Steady Brewery, actually smokes beer over a whale testicle that's been smoked over sheep dung. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week. Steady Brewery has the most unusual smoked beer, smoking it over a whale testicle that has been smoked. Okay, we're going to talk a little dung. bit more about that. I, I, I got questions, Chad, <laughs> we, but we do got to take a break. But still to get to, uh, beer, for, <laughs> beer for Trash and CEO James Watt, the guy who banned me on Twitter or blocked me on Twitter, he's in some trouble. We're going to talk about that. So much to discuss. Hang with us. We'll be right back. This is What's on Tap Radio. All right, I have to uh, start this segment by circling back to Chad's fun fact <laughs> that he just dropped. I know, we were talking about smoked beer. 
But then you had to drop something about whale testicle. Well, you see, just can't okay. throw that in last second and be like, and that's your What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week. Like, no, 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 no. We, no. Okay. So the whole idea, all right, so, we, we, you know, we, we, when, we're, when we're on the radio, we have these hard breaks that we got to come up against, and I had a little more to go with this, but uh, the, the, the essence of it is is that smoked beer, whether you love it or hate it, is actually a traditional way of making beer because the malts had to be dried some way, and back before they had these smoke-free kilns, uh, which was invented in, or sorry, patented in 1635. Uh, they had a they, patent office back then? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did. In, in the United Kingdom, they sure did. Okay. Uh, yeah, they did. They had it in England. And so before that, there was only really two ways to do it. It was air dry, you know, leave it out in the sun, and then you run the risk of it getting wet again and being eaten by animals and yeah, all this like, other stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, inconsistency. But then you said, all right, well, we can do it quicker. We can do it by fire. Well, fire imparts smoke, and, well, all beers and beer styles had a smoke flavor to it. So then you fast forward, vroom, just go, and it's like, okay, everybody's going to, once the 1635 invention starts making its way, and it took 150 years to get to all the way through Germany, everybody switched except those in Bomberg and Schrenkerla. They are the the poster child for smoked beer, but they've never once thought, you know... I want to smoke a beer over sheep dung. And believe it or not, Iceland has two breweries involved with this. And so it started first with this brewery called Borg Brukos. And Borg Brukos. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. They uh, made a uh, Fenir number 26, which was an IPA, which they smoked over sheep excrement. What? Why? Where would they get that idea from? Well, like they're sitting around this round table like, you know what? I got the idea. What if we use sheep dung? Genius. You know, maybe we ought to call the folks at Pontoon Brewing and, you know, it's like, hey, you guys are out there drinking your pancake beer at 11% cruising at two miles an hour. Would you guys ever get uh, sloppy enough to where you'd think about maybe smoking beer over sheep dung or smoking malt? I I want to know who comes up with that idea. Right. That was an Icelandic brewery. And then another Icelandic brewery, the Stedhi. They 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 pronounce it uh, the uh, Havlar or Haval Havalur whatever it is, 
beer, what does whatever it is. It's a it's a whale. It's made with a whale testicle that is smoked in sheep dung. So it's kind of like a Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout from when, uh, wine the coop. wine coop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only you think they were drinking on the beach one day. You know how they, the whales will just float up on on shore when they're dead. And then ultimately they got to blow them up, you know, to get rid of them. Yes. You think they were sitting there drinking like, I got an idea. <laughs> and of course, everybody's idea after they've been drinking is like the million dollar idea. And they just ran with, I don't know. That's just weird. That's a bizarre, bizarre brewing tactic for me. Can you imagine the commercial for that being done in the in the spirit of the old uh, American cra- uh, macro brew commercials where they would say something along the lines? Experience the crisp, clean taste of whale testicle smoked over sheep dung. Like what? <laughs> well, that's, you, that's kind of how you drop the fun fact. You just kind of just threw it in there, like it was just something like no, that's normal. Steady so. breweries, Havar whale testicle smoked sheep dung beer. It, guys, it, it doesn't get f- any better than this. Brewed with the <laughs> finest. Finest whale testicle. Anyway, the reason this came up, and I want to go ahead and give a, a, a no-label name drop um, for Tanya at Tantric Brewing Company uh, here in Allegan, Michigan. We were sitting around, and I was doing some research on Fun Facts. She says, what are you working on? I said, Fun Facts. She says, do something on smoked beer because I hate it, and all the guys in the homebrew club love it. And we've been going around bantering, and she says, I don't like it, but they all love it. What do you think? And I said, I love it, too. And she's like, dang it. I do, too. I love smoked beer. Oh, yeah. Especially the Smoke on the Bayou from Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company, which, by the way, happy 10th anniversary to Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. They just celebrated that. Um, But they have a great smoked beer. And, of course, the the goat, the Alaskan smoked porter um, from Alaskan Brewing Company. Nope. Most uh, bonus, bonus fun fact, Alaskan smoked porter, most awarded beer at the Great American Beer Festival. Yep. That's a true fact right there. Yeah. Which makes a fact, I guess. Uh, Real quick, I know we got to get some stories to get to, but... Chad had the COVID a few months back, and I found out what could keep him or what he should have done in order to keep from getting the the COVID or catching the COVID. But by now, you know, we've pretty much all Surgeon pre- General James Simpson. You know, I don't play now a, reporting. I'm for not duty. a doctor, but I guess I play one on the radio. Stay at the Holiday Inn Express. Here we go. But, um, you know, we all know how, you know, kind of how to protect ourselves. Some say, you know, got to get that vaccine. Others say wear the mask. Social distancing. I say take your vitamins, vitamin D, B, C. I'm all about the vitamins. But now too. here's something fun to add. Drinking, and this goes out to my wife. She She's all about this. Red wine. Drinking red wine. So according to a new study out of the United Kingdom, people who consumed five or more glasses of red wine a week had a 17% chance lower risk of catching the virus. 17% <laughs> lower risk of catching the virus. <laughs> Scientists believe it might be because of red wine's high content of polyphenol, which is known to help with the flu and other respiratory conditions. White wine and champagne also had an effect. Those who drank one to four glasses of either of those in a week had an 8% lower risk of getting infected. But this is only for wine. So what about beer? Because... Nope, I'm thinking about beers. We do a show about beer. Got to ask, ask the questions, right? People who drank any amount of beer or cider were at 28% higher risk of getting COVID. <laughs> and the people who drank five or more glasses of spirits each week also had an increased risk. And anyone who drank in excess didn't fare well. James, we're a show about beer. We're supposed to pass on these. We don't have to do the story, I man. know we, we don't, but pass. listen, 
I know. We can let it go. People who drink double these amounts have had a higher risk of across the board. So This I, probably has something to do with the fact, because I was taking all my vitamins. I was social distancing. I was doing all that. By the way, I, I'm sorry. Dang it. I got to sl- go slap myself now because I said I'm not going to use that word in 2022. Um, there is. I use that phrase. But I kept away from everybody and kept a reasonable distance from everybody. And I was clean. I like washing social my distancing. Hands. I love it. I hate that phrase. By the way, hate it. Uh, if you notice, I'm drinking out of my no label social distancing glass that my wife wanted to get rid of when we moved. But, uh, you know, I've got to prove one show at a time that I'm still drinking out of these glasses. That, that is that is a fantastic campaign that no label brewing company did yep. in partnership with our other sponsor, uh, Rodney Campbell cask branding. So I want to thank those guys for sponsoring this show, but yeah. Uh, all right. So just so you know, this probably has everything to do with the fact that I got COVID the fact that I drank beer. So just for the See, record, if you were to drink professor wine, I'm just saying James Simpson M. D. just announced, according to this research study, that if I was drinking wine, I would have been fine. Yeah, but red wine I drank can, beer. Red wine can reduce the risk of catching COVID. <laughs> but if I drank beer, I, I increased it by twenty eight percent. Nice. <laughs> you remember back in the day when we used to find these studies, and we would find the university in the UK or whatever. Oh, we go find the mascot. We would find the mascot, and we would even try to apply. <laughs> we did. <laughs> apply to the university we used to do this bit where we used to try to apply to the university that did these studies oh my goodness all right james well we got we got uh, just a couple minutes here before we come up on break but i want to go ahead and i want to dive into this story because this made me happy right here because james i think this might convert you into loving winter right now all right i'm all ears let's here it is bush beer the latte the latte, that's right, Bush Light. They're rolling out new cans to celebrate the new season. What season are we talking about? Not winter, James, because you hate winter. No, I don't. But like you, winter. without winter, you know what you don't get? Ice fishing season. you got to have it. Chad, you got to go ice fishing. I will. All right, anyway, so the season isn't simply to acknowledge these new cans from Bush Light. Sorry, Bush Light, but Bush Light has constructed a brand new ice shanty for light beer lovers uh, they, it's located now out on uh, Millax Lake in northern Minnesota, situated on the north side of Millax. It's run by the Red Door Resort, and uh, they've got dozens of these shanties out there on the ice. And if you don't know what a shanty is, it's basically like a little cubby. It's like a little fort out there. You got your little fort, and you can go out there, and you can sit out there. Some people call it a trailer, but some people go all out, and they go deluxe. Well, Bush Light is not sparing any expense, and you can enter to win a stay in one of the shanties that'll last from February 5th through the 11th. The brewery's asking anyone who wants to go on this icy vacation to post a photo of a Bush Light logo on social media with the tags at Bush Beer and hashtag Bush Ice Shanty and hashtag contest. And then uh, you get to go out there into one of these shanties. And what's in the shanty? Well, how about heat, a refrigerator, a bathroom, a small kitchenette, and lots of bush light, naturally. Oh, yeah, also beds, dinner table. And, yeah, six holes to go ahead and drop your lines down and fish nonstop. So there you go, bush light offering up an ice shanty getaway and vacation. You just go have to go and register at bush beer that sounds fun i would i'd get in on that i'm not the biggest fan of that's bush. like glamping I, yeah that is glamping but ice fishing i guess i'm not the biggest fan of bush latte but in the midwest i know they like they worship that beer but i'll i'll, oh, I'll jump in on i'll get on after after the break i've got a bush latte story oh do you oh i tune do to find out about that and also you know what i want to do some fun this week let's talk about the best 40 ounce malt liquors <laughs> we don't talk about that enough all this yeah. and so much more we'll be right back 
And now your weekend forecast. A 100% chance of beer. You've got What's on Tap Radio. Yes! Now we're having a good time. We weren't before, but now we are. No, I'm just kidding. Welcome back to What's on Tap Radio. Woo! Sit down and get me something good to eat. I'm gonna sit down in the kitchen and fix me something good to eat. And pour myself make a beer. My head a little high, make the whole day complete. Cause we're gonna lay around the shanty mama and put <laughs> a good buzz on. You can lay around in that shanty. That's right. Bush latte. Bush light. Putting up the, the glamping version of the shanty. Um, I mentioned right before we went to break, James. Uh, by the way, first of all, do you know who the ultimate glamper is in our life? That like the, the somebody we know. Who um, is, is it? Are you pointing at me? Because when we go camping, it's definitely glamping. My wife brings a coffee maker <laughs> when we go camping. No, no I was talking about I, like, what, no Rodney Campbell. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, Rodney Campbell. That guy he brings right an RV. You know, he, he has a trailer that he brings. Like there's. There's really no cam. He's not pitching a tent and living in the elements. There's no, he's, he's got the, he's, he's got cable and everything. He does. It's the funniest thing. It's like I'm going camping. Next thing you know, he's posting all the breweries he's visiting and he's checking it all out. And then next thing you know, he's sleeping in a in a cre- creature comfort RV. Hanging yeah, he's out not there. roughing it. All right, he's not roughing it at all. By the way, like Rodney, how- when is the next time we're going to Rusty Gate Brewing? I'm just saying. Calling him out <laughs> on the radio. I'm See, you hear that, Christopher? I'm calling him out on the radio. Oh, Christopher knows us. That's Rusty right. Gate yep. in Trinity, Rebecca, Texas. has been. They know us. Hey, when is What's on Tap Radio going to come visit us? I don't know. Every time Rodney goes out and visits them, doesn't that invite us? Uh-uh, we don't get that call. No, we don't. I've Just been saying. there a couple of times. Good people up yeah, there at Rusty are. Gate, so Rusty thanks Gate. a lot. But, hey, so I wanted to mention this, um, the Bush Latte. So my nephew, Brandon, turns 21 tomorrow. Oh, my nephew just turned 21. So happy birthday, Nick, and happy birthday to your nephew. Brandon, yes. Brandon. Uh, Nick and Brandon. That's right. Happy birthday. Well, I asked Brandon. They, they said, uh, he said, I want to go out and buy my first beer, and so the whole family's going to go, and he wants to be able to order his first beer out. And I said, where do you want to go? And he says, Uncle Chad, you get to pick the place. Oh, that's like, cool. Whoa. I was thinking he's going to want to go to some weird dive bar. Nope, that's what he actually wants. <laughs> and so, oh. no, I'm serious. I said, well, okay, you're going to let me pick the place. Is there something you're looking for? And he said, all I care is that they have bush light in a bottle, ice cold. And I went, okay. <laughs> so I found a, I found a dive bar. I found a dive bar, and uh, we're going to go. Probably found 15 dive bars. That all, yeah, there are quite a few. Yeah, um, that are but, all meeting his requirements. So I just wanted to say, so just so you know, you know, Bush, Bush Latte is doing their job of uh, recruiting the next generation, and I'm doing my part to make sure that after he has that, we're going to go get ourselves a craft beer, and I'm going to pour it down his gullet and did say, you happy suggest, birthday, buddy. Did you suggest, yeah, happy birthday. Let me cut you off there, Chad. No. Did you suggest the Bell's Eccentric Cafe and General Store to him? I would chance? love to take him down there uh, and just to, you know go down there and raise a pint to the man who started it all back in, I believe, 1984 uh, here in Michigan. He was kind of the craft beer pioneer of Michigan. And he's been on the show, what, three, four times? Oh, yeah, easy, four or five times. That's three Good. or four more times than Sam Caligione of Dogfish Head has been on. <laughs> Still waiting on that call, Sam. Still waiting on that call. Do you I think he's just doing that out of spite now? I don't know. I don't either. But anyways, 
Uh, Bell's Brewery, I, I, I need you to do me a favor, Chad. So after decades of brewing, Larry Bell has called it a career. He's hanging it up. He's like, you know what? I'm doing this a long time. I'm going to enjoy my retirements. Uh, but Bell's Brewing is honoring Mr. Larry Bell with a new beer, and I need Chad to go pick this up. It's the Larry's Last Imperial Oatmeal Stout, and it's a nod to one of the earliest beers that he brewed. Okay, and it's only available at the Bell's Eccentric Cafe and General Store. So Bell's sends off a retiring founder, Larry Bell, with a special beer. Chad, pick that up for the show. Okay, all right, yeah, I'll yeah. just jump right get on that. that. On, get on your snow, 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 the snow they, your ski In Alaska and Canada, they call it a snow machine. Here snow in machine. Michigan, we call, it a, we call it a snowmobile. And by the way, there are a ton of snowmobile uh, roads or whatever they call them, trails, all around us here uh, where we live in southwest michigan and it's pretty cool and it in the county i live in it's legal to take these things on the road if you have to uh in order to get to the next snowmobile road and and you just no turn signals nothing you can just go down the road and go i know you guys in keokuk iowa are also keeping oh. warm over there i, I know i've been i've been seeing your weather reports it's cold button up mike mike's over there he's Mikey like G. hey don't forget about us yeah no label name drop for him Anyway, speaking of cold places out there, uh, Lakefront Brewery is located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Bet you it's cold there. It's the Midwest, man. Yeah, it is. And, I, you know, James likes to always mention at the beginning of the show, you know, hey, we're going to take a break from politics. We're going to take a break from all the other stuff that's going on in the world. Don't make me a liar, Chad. All right, so let's talk about the mayoral candidates of the city of Mil- Milwaukee. <laughs> All right, so just here's kidding. who you're voting for, just guys. Yeah, no, just I'm just kidding. kidding. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there's a special election going on right now. Seven candidates in Milwaukee trying to be the next mayor. Why? Because the existing mayor has uh, he's been called up. You know, he was in the minor leagues. They called him up. Oh, Biden made a phone call. He's like, hey, just he pointed at his left his left elbow there. Hey, get him out of the bullpen. We need him to go and be an ambassador. So they pulled the mayor of Milwaukee to go be an international ambassador to some foreign country. I don't know which one it is. I'm pretty sure it's not Ukraine or Russia right now. We'll leave that alone. But um, I'm now that now with him gone, there are seven candidates in a special election trying to be the next mayor and Lakefront Brewery uh, pairing up with Black Husky Brewing to do something that I thought we were only going to see in Germany. And you may be asking, what? What's going on over there? All yeah. the candidates. You got my attention. What are they doing? Oh, yeah. They've been invited to a special beer cask tapping. Now, if you're not familiar with a cask tapping, first of all, you obviously haven't been over the backyard grill when we did one. That was a good time. Um, but it's a, a traditional cask of beer, and you're given a very large mallet to drive in the tap into the side of to the believe it or not it's called a bung hole it is a bung hole yes you yep you heard me b-u-n-g bung hole of the cask and that is the traditional method and the traditional way of starting oktoberfest oktoberfest does not officially begin until the tapping of the first cask by the mayor of munich see there's another fun fact that you who do I make do the check out for those? Chad, how, who, who do I make the check out to for all these fun facts? <laughs> I'm telling you, you want to sponsor our fun facts. You know what? Every time we drop fun facts like that, you guys get mentioned on there. But anyway, extra value. I, so here it is. Extra value. Just value, saying. value, value. Just all right. Saying. So that's right. So different size casts have different size names, and these are going to be Firkins. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be a Firkin good time for the Firkin election, and they're $5 Firkin pours. 
for the Firkin election to go to, uh, uh, to the Firkin River Revitalization Foundation in Turtle Park. And so all seven candidates running for election have accepted the invitation and uh, they're going to go and pound the Firkin faucets in so that you can have your Firkin beer for the Firkin election for these Firkin candidates. <laughs> you know, it's funny when uh, I don't know if maybe some of our audience has been to uh, a Firkin tapping. But if you don't do it right, you can oh, go on YouTube. You can go on YouTube oh. and write "Firkin fails." If you don't do it right, it is a mess, disaster. Eight gallons of beer Just, flying. It sprays everywhere. like a fire hydrant. Imagine like crashing into a fire hydrant. That's exactly what it looks like when you don't hit the bung hole correctly. <laughs> I actually saw one go bad one time, <laughs> and it was with Busted Sandal Brewery out of San Antonio, Texas, and the guy didn't. He hit it. But he didn't hit it hard enough. He hit it hard enough to bust. And he stood there, kept trying to shove. He he didn't quit. He (laughs) stayed there. And he's trying to. It's like trying to put your thumb over a fire hose. It's like it does not. (laughs) And eventually he hammered it in. But there was like five gallons of beer sprayed everywhere in the bar. It's a disaster. Yeah, you got to make sure you know what you're doing. And if they're getting these mayors to, to bust it, oh, I want to see video of this. All right, here's what I'm going to do, James. I'm going to go post uh, a Firkin Fails to our uh, social media at What's on Tap Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'll go post it up there. And if you guys have some uh, Firkin Fails, send them to us. We'll share them oh as well. Oh, my God, they're so fun to watch. But Lakefront Brewery and Black Husky Brewing, you guys better get on the social media and like put this on TikTok and Live. Instagram. Live. It, it's great to watch these guys fail it, but you know I don't think they want to waste their beer. But hey, you know what? Our number one's in the books. Holy cow! Where do we? How do we get through it so fast? But don't yeah. worry, much more to discuss, including James Watt. He banned me on Twitter, but uh, he's in himself some trouble. And we got hold my beer and watch this. All this and so much more. So what's on tap radio? Hang with us. We'll be right back. Yeah, we drink water, but it has to be filtered through a brewery first. You've got what's on tap radio. Hi, this is Chubby Check, and I'm right here with James Simpson. You know what he's doing? He's drinking beer, drinking beer, drinking beer right here. Go ahead, James. Watch it. Come on, baby. Let's do Our number two starts now. Also hanging out with Chad Pilding, Chubby Checker. Come on. Give Chad some love, too. Well, I wasn't there that day. <laughs> I think that was BC before Chad. Yeah, I've been going through the uh, archives. Just trying to like catalog the show, just organize things because you know eight years is a lot of content, and I don't this want show is called What's on Tap Radio. I don't want things to get lost, and so I've just been going through content and done some fun things over the years, and uh, came across that, and I was like, oh, I'll play that. But, uh, welcome to hour number two, of What's on Tap Radio. Got a lot planned for this hour. We got to talk about James Watt. He is the guy. I said he's banned me on Twitter. I meant blocked me on Twitter. He didn't ban me. He's not the Twitter CEO. He's the this is the really awkward CEO. part of that story. But the uh, really awkward part of that story, James, is that one of my Christmas gifts is 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 <laughs> night stay at the Brewmaster's oh, Suite. You still do that though? Oh, I'm going. So trust me. There's this <laughs> it, it, the hotel in was it in Ohio? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's in Columbus, Ohio, yeah, Columbus, which, Ohio. by the way, Columbus, Ohio, if you're listening in Columbus, Ohio right now, um, I've been to Columbus a few times. The beer scene is solid in Columbus. I love, I, I really do love it. Do but they, do they parts- college football in Columbus? Mm, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, not anybody I root for, that's for sure. But <laughs> I will tell you, um, <laughs> sorry, my two favorite teams are, uh, well, actually, my two favorite teams right now in college All the Buckeye are, fans uh, are like, what? Yeah, well, sorry. You know what? It's Michigan State because that's where my daughter is playing. And then anybody who plays Ohio State, and those are my two favorite teams. You're going to be and, walking into this Columbus, Ohio hotel with a Spartan shirt on. Darn right. You know what? You you people have no shame whenever they're behind their team. None. They will they'll own up like their favorite brewery. And like, I don't care if you don't like this brewery. This is beer I drink. Like my nephew who said, I, Uncle Chad, I know you do a craft beer show about beer and you love craft beer and you got access to all this beer and we go to a lot of cool places. I just want to go someplace that has bush light cold. I even said how about I said I'm assuming you want Bud Light or Miller Light or Coors Light? And he says, or Bush Light. And I said, you want Bush Light? He's like, yeah, that's what I drink. I'm like, well, he doesn't drink it. That's what he wants to drink. Sorry, because he's not 21. It's not what he drinks. It's what he wants to drink. He wants to drink. But so Chad's going to go to this Brew Dog Hotel in Columbus, Ohio, and give us a full report. But there's some backlash oh, going yeah. on with the CEO James Watt, which we're going to get to later in the show. But for now. I got a, uh, my line over here is blinking. Let's take this. It's blinking. I see it. Hey, guys. I'm Kip, owner of Galaxy Jewelers over here on Sunset Boulevard. Y'all know what time it is? <laughs> uh, hold my beer and watch this because you know jewelry shines and criminals do not. Have you ever walked up to somebody, just a random stranger, and just asked them if they wanted a beer? Have you ever done that? Just uh, walked up? I, I believe it or not, yes, I've done that. Uh, when I used to sell beer, I would go into beer bars and I would uh, talk to the bartender and I would ask if it's okay if I could buy people a beer. And I go around and I'd say, "Hey, would you mind if I bought you a beer?" Yeah, I, I've, I've done that, and I'm sure people have said, "Yeah, of course, great, of course." And yeah. I've, I'm have sure, I never... and I'm I'm sure that people are like you know what I no no thank you I appreciate the offer. And how did you respond, Chad? 
Me? Yeah. If someone said no, I, I don't want if a beer. No, I'd be like, um, if you don't want a beer, um, I'd be like, okay. All right. Well, I guess you just saved me a few bucks, but all right. You have your reasons. I'm moving on. Oh, so you didn't do what this man in Guam did. Well, I've never been to Guam, so maybe I'm not familiar with the culture. So <laughs> what, what do they do one in Guam? Sunday if you turn down a beer in Guam, what One happens? Sunday night, a man walking by a bank in Dedito uh, said, and he identified Greg Samuel as a man he's met before. So the man said Samuel offered him a beer, but when he refused, Samuel approached the man with his hand under his shirt before pulling out a small axe, and he swung it at him. <laughs> Hey, uh, would, would you like here? I bought you a beer, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't need it. And the guy pulled an axe, pulled an axe out under his shirt, and then swung it at him. Welcome to Guam. Samuel then chased the man who tried to run and began to fight him. So he started getting chased, and Samuel jumped on him, and started fighting. A witness was able to see the events from his car and was able to take the axe away from Samuel during the struggle. This is how crazy people are in Guam. If I see an accident, I'm not jumping out of my car to go hell. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, man, sorry. I'm going to call the police. (laughs) Keep running. I'm calling. (laughs) No, I'm going to go help this guy uh, pull the axe away. Samuel was charged with aggravated assault as a third-degree felony and assault as a misdemeanor. Wow. Again, I'm going to ask you, Chad, you offered to buy somebody a beer and they declined. What'd you do? Didn't pull an axe. Well, you should have. (laughs) Apparently, if I want to fit in in Guam. So a man was charged in connection with swinging an axe at a man after he refused a beer. How do I know he was charged? He wasn't in New York City. Oh, I did he go political. Oh, shoot. Oh, Kip. This is Kip. Y'all just heard Hold My Beer and Watch This. Brought to you by my place, Galaxy Jewelers. And always remember, jewelry shines and criminals do not. I'm sure the Guam visitor, the tourist visitor. CVB, Convention Visitors Bureau. Bureau is listening going, come on! Wait, really? Isolated yeah, event. Yeah, I know. Isolated event. I know. I know. And then, and also the CVB in New York's like, yeah, that's us. <laughs> hey, hey. If somebody you own, hey, beer, if you're, okay, hey, New York City, if you're going to make those decisions, you own it. Thanks, Kip. Uh, 50 years in business is about to hang it up. It's going out in style. So go out and visit him if you're in the uh, Rice Village area. But I'm sure you can uh, reach out to him and... Facebook. He's got a Facebook page, and if you're not if you're not in the Rice Village area, just get on a plane and go down there because the guy's been supporting us now for a couple of years. But here's the thing: he's riding off into the sunset. Fifty years of doing that, and everything's on sale. Everything must go, including the carpet, furniture. That's right, the carpet. That's right, everything. <laughs> everything. Must I, go. I, I don't think you're getting his firearms, but you're getting everything else, or 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 his beautiful bride. Not not happening. Okay, but everything else. It's good to go. Yep. And uh, I hope he continues to send us. He sends us great content. And you can send oh us great gosh. content as well by going to what's on tap radio at gmail.com. I'm out of beer. So you got to take a break. There you go. Man. There's a hold my beer and watch this. And, and Chad, I'm out of beer too. I know. Time to so reload. We're take a break. We're gonna, we are going to reload, but we still have to get down to CEO Brewdog, James Watt, who blocked me on Twitter, is in some hot water. When to discuss what? Uh, beer for trash and all this and so much more. We'll be right back. Believe in something they say. We believe. 
we'll have another beer. Yeah, this is What's on Tap Radio. Back to James and Chad. Out on the oasis of Highway 290, where you're looking for great craft beer, there is a destination and proud sponsor of What's on Tap Radio, The Backyard Grill. Now, why is it a destination? Well, let's see. 48 craft beer taps out there, and they keep the lines fresh and clean, rotating the beers all the time, serving everything in proper glassware. Families, guess what? You got kids? Moms, dads, you guys, you want to go out there for a family dinner? Guess what? Monday, kids eat cheap, 99 cents. That's right. Go out there, 12 and under. You can go out there and eat for under a buck. And Wednesdays, kids 12 and under eat free. And the fun part, families get together, go out there for a great meal, great beer. You're sipping on that and just enjoying something off the wood fire grill. Great kids menu. And kids eat free while doing arts and crafts and getting visits from your favorite characters. That's right. They have something special every Wednesday for kids. So family-centric, giving back to the community, great craft beer and great food. TheBackyardGrill.com. TheBackyardGrill.com. All right, welcome back. What's on tap radio? You know, so, it's really hard to air drum to a song that you don't know. <laughs> God Save the Queen, Sex Pistols, Johnny Rotten. I got, re- I got really excited about that. I'm like, yeah, this rocks. And then all of a sudden I realized I was playing a different song. He's like, I don't even know this song. So Probably we're going across the pond. We started with the Hold My Beer and Watch This, where we're in Guam. Thank you very much, Kip Galaxy Jewelers. That's Galaxy with an IE Jewelers. Apparently, this guy in Guam was not uh, satisfied when someone refused to have a beer with him. He offered a beer. The guy said no, and he attacked him with an axe. You will drink this beer, or I will kill you. Jewelry shines, criminals don't. But uh, time to crack a beer, Chad. Speaking of Queen, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack the beer first. Is that okay with you? What is this, Chad? I'm going to uh, hold it up. I know this is radio, and I know you know you can't see it, but I'm going to hold it up for Chad. What is this, Chad? <laughs> the old cordial cherries. The Queen Anne milk chocolate covered cordial cherries. This is a, That's a perfect... You know, maybe that's one more thing about winter you don't hate. Because love, these things are very popular. We love the Queen Anne chocolate covered cherries. It's a, uh-huh. I mean, it's a tradition of my family, especially during the holidays. We always give each other... The Queen Anne chocolate covered cherries, but I thought to myself, have you ever thought what would it be like if you had a chocolate covered cherry and a beer? You know, I did some of those beers in a stout with Rochester Mill Brewing Company leading up to Christmas, the 12 days of milkshake stouts. And I don't remember if I like that one or not, but what would it be like in a beer? Yeah. Well, James, I, I feel like that's a tease. So I thought to myself, question. I was like, you know, hey, self, <laughs> self, <laughs> what if they had the chocolate covered che- <laughs> cherries and a beer and lo and behold, a brewery right here in the uh, Houston market where the flagship station is here at Studio S. There's a brewery called Ingenious and they got a beer called look at you smarty chocolate covered cherry. And we don't really look talk a lot about Ingenious Brewing, but I'm gonna give a shout out to James Carlisle. Man. James Carlisle, yeah, say yeah. I'll give I'll give a no label name drop to that guy. He's been on the show before. Um, used to be with Whole Foods Market Brewery, and he moved on to be over at Genius Brewery. Wasn't he? In, uh, I've never yeah, had this he beer. An, 
I okay. Well, dive in, man. So, well, while you're diving in, let me tell people you're getting ready to pour that. Let me tell because we both ran out of beer at the same time. Remember, we're on the same cycle. So yeah, we are. <laughs> we are. Our periods. So we're both out of beer I mean, at the same time. We're both cycled. thirsty at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, James brought up the fact that Larry Bell had a send off beer. Well, I picked up just the other day because I was there and I saw it. You got, oh, you got, you got that beer? No, I did not get that one. Oh. No, 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 no. Got excited no, for a second. Oh, no, but I picked up some Hop Slam and we oh. haven't had Hop Slam on the show this year and the release of Hop Slam is back. And it reminded me because there were some people on the Michigan craft beer pages who were saying, uh, well, I don't really care for the hop slam this year. It was better in other years. I'm thinking to myself, it reminds me of that rip from Reddit that we did when somebody said, it might have Bud Light Lime this year. It doesn't taste as limey as it has. <laughs> By the way, another, another opportunity there to sponsor the show. But I just want to say right here, uh, the Hop Slam, which is a 10% uh, double IPA with honey, which gives it a lot of characteristics of a braggot, which is a mead beer blend, mead, a fermented honey beverage. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, dive into this and see if it's as good as previous years or if I'm going to jump on the bandwagon with everybody else who says it's not as good as previous years. But how's that ingenious treating you the cordial cherry from... Uh, Ingenious Brewery up there, uh, what is that, uh, Humble, Texas? Humble, Texas, north of the, where the Studio S here on the west side of town. Way very, north. Very delightful. Yeah, sour ale conditioned on red sour cherries and chocolate. 6.8% alcohol by volume for the open-minded. You know, Valentine's Day is coming up rather quickly. This is a good Valentine's Day beer, but you know what, Chad? I want to do a beer pairing. I do have, in fact, a Queen Anne. Oh, look at you. You got the Queen Anne cherry, chocolate-covered yeah. cherry. So I'm going to take a bite. Uh, here's a, I mean, soft script here. Well, yeah, all right. So what he did, uh, so James just popped a chocolate covered cord, so cherry cordial. Oh my god! Now see here, here's the thing. I got a feeling. I, I'm making a prediction here, and I don't want this to be a self fulfilling prediction, James. You tell me if okay. I'm wrong. Okay. All right, but I think you're gonna hate this pairing, and I'll tell you why. Because I think you're putting sweet on sweet, and it's gonna cancel each other out. And, it does cancel each other out. And now you can't taste either one. It's just mm. like it's it's not quite like toothpaste and orange juice, but you're right. It does cancel, but. You do see some um, some comparisons to it, so but you yeah. probably get the cherry. Yeah, the cherry in both. Yep. So I can see right. that. By the way, that glass you're holding up there again. This is radio bright, uh, not bright red, but it has a, a red hue to mm-hmm. it from the cherry. Nice. Notes. And you said that's a sour. Mm-hmm. So it's probably got cocoa nibs in the boil. It's subtle but, sour though. Subtle. Nice. Mm-hmm. But, All right, uh, well, James, Carlisle. James Carlisle. We haven't had him on the show in a while. We'll go ahead and raise a glass to James Carlisle as we raised a glass earlier to one Larry Bell. As James and I both on the same cycle, we're refilling <laughs> our glasses. Well, we did a show and, together for so many years. It, it's bound to happen. But uh, right. speaking of cross we, the pond. Let's cross the pond. Talking about the Queen Ants, God Save the Queen. Let's talk about going over to the old uh, UK Speaking of uh, earlier, we're talking about this study in the UK about uh, red wine helping you the risk of getting COVID. But there's an owner of a 16th century White Hart Inn. One of the big differences between America and British pubs is that, true to their name, public houses in the UK, and the landlord, aka the manager of or owner of the British pub, often lives on the premises. So typically, the downstairs is the public bar for the drinking, and the upstairs is a private residency. So located in Tedford, there's an English pub in Lincolnshire is offering a chance to rent the entire 16th century pub as an Airbnb. Woohoo! 
So, like I said, it's located in Tedford, about four-hour drive north of London on England's east coast. The White Hart Inn is about as traditional as they come. It's got ivy covered on the outside, wood decor on the inside, four cask lines, another five or so draft lines, a small pool table, and a dartboard. And Everything these, you need. I'm telling you, I'm sold already. The six-bedroom, 7.5-bathroom property has room for about 14 guests. The venue is Perfect for a wedding reception, birthday parties, or christenings. With this property, you'll have exclusive access to the bar, lounge, dining area, kitchen, game rooms, and garden. Uh, experience what it feels like your own bar for a long weekend. Order ahead in time, and they'll even hook up the beers and lagers of your choice into the pumps. Nice. So amazingly, the whole thing is going for only $900 a night. Seemingly a solid deal when divided across a dozen or so party guests. So you can rent this 500-year-old British pub or Airbnb and pour your own pints. Nice. That's cool. Look at man. that. I tell you, over there in the UK, they're doing things right. In fact, they're even giving away titles, lands, deeds, everything else. If you want to be royalty, like a king or a queen, it doesn't matter what your bloodline is. Wait a minute. Because on Peel Island, which is a small uh, destination, uh, island destination a half mile off of the northwest coast of England. You could be the king or queen of the island if you get this wonderful job, which is being offered by the English Council, looking for an individual to become king or queen of Peel Island. All you need to do is go ahead and apply. That's me. Uh, through, yeah, yeah. I'm applying right now. Well, you go ahead and do that. Yeah, you go through, apply through the English Heritage, which is a charity that manages the historic buildings and monuments. And, uh, well, let's see what happens here. Uh, you're responsible for going out there to this little island. It's not a tropical island. Oh, no, 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 no. It's rainy and balmy and crappy in the wintertime, and there are very few guests, and whenever they show up, but your main job is to maintain the pub, which is the ship in pub and there you will be the landlord and king and you'll manage also the 50 acres of land surrounding in the area and when you obtain your royal throne yeah there's a coronation ceremony that involves you wearing a rusty oh yeah rusty crown carrying a rusty sword sitting on there and they them pouring a beer uh, not just a beer, but a gallon of beer over your head. They're looking for a 10-year commitment for you to live there. Just know you may have some real quiet, isolating times whenever tour season is not in. So right now, titles and lands being given out. You can be a king or queen of Peel Island. Just apply at the English Heritage, a charity for monument and building preservation in the UK. Lots of fun things happening in the UK. All right, we got to take a break. <laughs> We gotta talk about king. Brewdog CEO. Cancel culture is going after him. He's, he's Plus, we're gonna talk about forty ounces and beer for trash. All this is so much more. It's what's on tap radio. Hang with us. We'll be right back. And the teacher said, "No, Bobby. There's no such time as beer o'clock. Fire that teacher." This is what's on tap radio. Woke up quick. At about noon, just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. I gotta get drunk before the day begins, before my mother starts. About my friends, Language. about to go and damn near went blind. Young at the path throwing up gang signs. Welcome back, What's on Tap Radio, where we're discussing all the finest beers. We're about to get into a 40 ounce talk. We haven't done a 40 ounce bit in a while, but it's time. It's time to break down. We're gonna talk about. I like the, the, the title of the story. I don't know if you saw the producer sent it. The most affordable 40 ounces. I don't think you had to affordable. put the word affordable in there. 
<laughs> I thought they all were. Exactly. I'm not sure who wrote that, if our producer wrote that. But uh, if you see it, it says, the most affordable 40 ounces. We're about to get into that. But before we're, we we're get... Gonna talk about, we're going to talk about the best value amongst the value brands. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. The best $2 you could spend on a 40 ounce. Anyways, uh, before we get into the 40 ounce talk, I want to talk about BrewDog, James Watt. Once upon a time, he came on the show and he called in an hour early. He was promoting, what was he promoting? The He was promoting something. And he called in an hour early when we actually had another guest booked. And so we, he called in and we started talking with him. And then all of a sudden we got a phone call from Julia Hers. Name drop her. She's actually coming up on the show in the next few weeks. Uh, she was supposed to call in at that time. So I, I, I meant to just put it on hold. But I accidentally hung up on James Watt of BrewDog and went to her. And he took that as an insult and then blocked me on Twitter. And it, You hung up on him. On an accident. It was an accident, all right? You, you, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You, there's audio of it, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, there is audio of it. I know, but, uh, but for those who are new to the show, James hung up on him. He was he took offense to it and then blocked me. But apparently, he's in some hot water because uh, BrewDog CEO founder James Watt is facing accusations of inappropriate behavior toward female employees and guests following his visits to the Scottish craft beer makers USA Brewery and tap rooms. And this is according to a BBC expose. So Watt's behavior is well-known amongst the staff who created Whisper Networks to inform coworkers. It's even been to the point where, like, certain girls would be warned about, you know, hey, James Watt's coming. You might want to leave right after your shifts. Don't really hang around. Don't always do your hair or makeup that day. I was going to say, don't that's catch the one his that attention. Yeah, don't catch his attention because yeah, apparently— yeah, don't, don't try and look pretty that day. Yeah, Apparently, a, wow. a former female taproom manager at the BrewDog Indianapolis outpost said that she was cautioned by a fellow manager not to be alone with Watt during a manager's meeting to discuss the CEO's yeah. upcoming visit. And so, this is, this I mean, just there's got, just, just coming. This is cr- like, I'm cringing right now. Just, ugh. and look, I am not, I am not 
a fan of cancel culture, all right? I think it's cancel culture is the worst. And cancel Amen. culture is definitely going after James Watt uh, for his inappropriateness. But he has since responded to these allegations that the BBC reported. And he came out on Twitter and wrote, The BBC published claims which are totally false, and they published them despite the extensive evidence we provided to demonstrate that they were all false. Reluctantly, I am now forced to take legal action against the BBC to protect my reputation. But several former employees described Watt bringing female guests and one worker to the rooftop of the Brewdog Tap Room after hours of the facility to allegedly have romantic intentions with them. But he's denying all these allegations, and now he is he's suing the BBC for these allegations. But uh, yeah, Brewdog, CEO accused of inappropriate behavior towards female taproom staff, and now he's threatening a legal action lawsuit. You know this guy. We made a beer with I, founders, and we wanted to make this the guy. ultimate ice box, and we made it in the coldest place. That guy who went on the yeah. show with us and said the same thing seven times in a row. But. So I feel like we need to do this. I mean, we haven't run the legal disclaimer in a long time, and I don't want to run it now. I want to clarify a couple of positions here. First of all, uh, yes, uh, James hung up on Brewdog owner James Watt. Yes, James Watt did block James Simpson. And yes, uh, he did call in an hour early. He wasn't supposed to. And, you know, if he took offense to that, boo-hoo. All right, get over it. But uh, as, as James and I just alluded to, we are not in favor of cancel culture of any kind. However, no. asterisks, asterisks, we also are not in favor of any no. sexual harassment yes, yes. of any kind of, uh, and not even sexual harassment, harassment in, in the industry. I don't care if you're gay, straight, if you're man, woman, whatever, you know what? We don't take issue with any of that. We take issue when people take issue with that. So, uh, let yeah. it be known, okay, if you, if you want to come on the show and promote your hate agenda, you want to come on here and promote your discrimination agenda, we're not going to put up with it. And if you have that in your culture, your corporate culture, and somebody calls you out for it, you know, just be prepared to answer for it. And sounds like James Watt is. He's now coming out. And so now on the reporter side, us being in the media, we have to go ahead and report all sides. He has been accused of this. He is being, uh, it, it, it's it's a behavior that he's been known to do, but he is now saying he, he refutes all of it, saying eh, it's not true. So just so, I, just so we're clear, some of this is as James Simpson and Chad Pilbeam reporting. Some of this is adding our little uh, commentary, but basically we're for Should he have done that? Absolutely not. fear doesn't discriminate. If these are true, then yeah. yes, he should be. Um, absolutely. But I don't think he should be canceled canceled to you know to go die on a in the pasture well, i don't like believe 2200 employees who work for brew dog and guess what if you if you take it out on brew dog and get rid of brew dog there's 2200 employees who are going to take a big old hit you know maybe maybe james watt needs to take a back seat i don't know so we'll see what happens with this and you know we'll be informing you when you know more we'll keep details posted yeah when and more details maybe come he's forth. To sit back and have a 40 and just chill there you go see now we got to get into the real talk the 40 ounces talk. What are the best affordable 40 ounce malt liquors in 2022? I, you don't they're have to put all, a, you don't all affordable. You don't have to put affordable. <laughs> I don't know who put the word affordable in there, but oh, man. call it an understatement. But these are trying times. That being said, we need to comfort where we can get comfort. And that could be, you know, finding comfort in a 40 ounce bottle of booze. So if you're wondering what exactly a 40 is, it's a 40 ounce, 40 ounces of malt liquor. That's what a 40 is. And if you want to know what malt liquor is, it's essentially 
a higher octane version of an American light lager or American lager, cheap adjunct lager, boosted with corn syrup or sugar. But back in the day, these were a staple in rap videos, but times have changed, and those rap videos are now talking about, you know, cognac and Cristal. They're not talking about malt liquor anymore. So malt liquor went away just like the black IPAs. And uh, some states even banned the sales of 40s. But uh, we want to take a look at what are the best 40-ounce malt liquors in 2022. Kicking things off, most beer experts agree that if you're going to drink a 40, you're going to get into it. You got to grab a Mickey's made by Miller Brewing Company. It comes in at 5.6%, which I thought that was pretty low. For malt liquor, five right. six. Yeah, I figured anyway. it was like nine percent, but okay. Anyway, marketing says it's a fine malt liquor, <laughs> and the judges at GABF and World Beer Cup agree because in the uh, malt liquor category, uh, the corn heaviness uh, it can be a little heavy, but you know, well, it does stand out. It does in the malt liquor category. It wins. It wins awards. Remember, we were at a GABF it and it won an award. So Mickey's, and plus they have that cool little um, puzzles underneath the bottle caps. But uh, coming up next on the list, the Colt Forty Five. The classic oh, there you Colt go. 45. Billy Williams. <laughs> yep. Sweet and silky with a hint of lemon. A Colt 45 is not for the hardcore <laughs> IPA drinkers, but those who enjoy a light Kolsch or a Saison, you can pick up a Colt 45. <laughs> throwback, you know, any throwback. Even you can play Edward 40 hands. Remember you oh. duct tape the uh, 40 ounces to you your hands? Oh, yeah, if you don't know what Edward 40 hands is, I'll tell you la- later if we have time. But, but I will tell you, I, if you think that Colt 45 has a hint of lemon <laughs> and it's comparable to a Saison. 5.6% <laughs> alcohol by volume. This became very popular thanks to Afro Man. So that's... Then you got, yeah, then you got OE800. That's the old English. That's Easy Ease 8-Ball right there rolling at 7.5%. And after that, James... King Cobra. You ever have a King Cobra? I have. With a name like King Cobra, you can have to expect some sort of bite. But there's really not so much a bite. But sense of uh, maybe a little, you know, sharpness from the malt, but not that bite that you can think of uh, from getting a snake bite. But 6% alcohol by volume. The, the King Cobra. You know? But the next one on the list. I know that hits you know that? home, Chad. I still have some in the fridge. and It's been discontinued, but still, the legend lives on. Steel Reserve 211, hashtag heavy. My Uncle Kevin, man. Heavy Kevy right there. Uh, 8.1% Bohemoth comes in. The old 24-ounce can. I got a couple of them sitting in there. I move on. I got verklempt. But the 211, like, if you're not sure what the meaning is, it's either be the medieval symbol for steel or it's the meaning for the penal code of robbery. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we got time for one more, and we all we have to talk about the Saint Ides. The Saint Ides, Sti baby. Yep, yep. That, that was the first malt liquor I ever had. <laughs> and the Saint Ides at uh, that's an eight point two percent alcohol by volume. But everyone from Snoop to Tupac, Malcolm Moore has referenced the high gravity malt liquor in the works over the years. So Saint Ides, gravity malt liquor. So th- those are just some suggestions of the best affordable forty ounces of malt liquor in 2022. Do you still drink malt liquor? I, I saw a guy the other day picking up an old English 800 and I had to laugh. I was like, Oh, I didn't know people still drinking those, but uh, there's a party store out here and I get it. I get my malt liquor there. That's where I shop for my <laughs> malt liquor. <laughs> and do you drink it? out of a brown paper sack. So, all right, last segment of coming up and what's on tap radio. We still have to talk about beers for trash and uh, we've got some other stories to get to. So hang with us. One more segment of what's on tap radio. We'll be right back. You've got What's on Tap Radio. James and Chad talking about beer. 
last segment of What's on Tap Radio. The week starts now. Just had a great discussion of 40 ounces. Remember drinking 40 ounces? You don't? Well, maybe you didn't drink, uh, hang out on a stoop. Hanging out with the buddies back in the day. Yeah, there was there were a couple others on there. One was called uh, uh, Sh- well, Schlitz Malt Liquor. Schlitz is yeah, Schlitz is a classic. The Malt Liquor Bull. And that's then, right, the Bull, the Bull, and the Hurricane. That's another one that was. Uh, I I never I've never had Hurricane. I had I had it once, like when I was early twenties. Nothing, no. You stick <laughs> you stick with the classics, the, you know, the Mickey's and the. Old English 800, which is the A-ball, and then the St. Ides, and, of course, the Steel Reserve. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Steel Reserve is, man, I, I, I still can't believe they got rid of the 211. It, it, it's cast off in the sunset. I still have a few cans to uh, honor uh, you know, my uncle. That's what he drank, but, and, uh, and we, we, we miss him, and it was good. Um, <laughs> I just It just cracks me up. I'm sitting there. But, you know, I, I, got, I got something to to talk to you about real quick because I'm not saying we have a new sponsor what's on tap radio but we cool. have a new sponsor what's on tap radio. oh do we really well I, we can't it's not official yet oh well Chad you can't do that okay but alright how about this okay how about this in a completely unrelated totally hypothetical uh, or uh, just or rather unrelated discussion I was having dinner the other night with the owners of Tantric Brewing Company Allegan Michigan yeah we did a show with them over in the um, over the summer yeah yeah yep. this is completely unrelated to our new sponsor by the way um, okay. completely yeah but uh they we were sharing some beers and they brought out a sati beer and I have never had a sati beer in my life. I don't even know what that is. It's a Finnish beer made with junipers, so it's like gin from Finland. Yes, it's from Finland, and we're, we're big in Finland, by the way. If you listen to, if you check our metrics, we are huge in Finland, and people are listening to us there. But sati beer is a beer that's native to Finland made with junipers, kind of like gin. I was like, so whenever we were over there, they break out the sati beer, and I was like, oh, rolling down the street. Yeah. Gin and juice right here, man. Chat, chat oh. edited himself for FCC yeah, radio. Yeah, I, I did. Well, that and, you know, I well, I mean, it's legal in Michigan now, but I don't. Well, I don't no, just that. cussing you, because there's some lyrics in that song that uh, can't go over the airwaves, and Chad edited well, himself before he said we it. Were, we were laid back with our mind on money and money on the mind. Yeah. Hey, uh, we got to get into some sports talk real quick. This wouldn't be a show, uh, you know, about beer if we didn't talk about sports. And we have to talk about the AFC divisional series playoff game between the Bills and the Chiefs. Has that has to be like one of the best games in the history of football? I'm just saying. For a football, <laughs> everybody's fan. complaining about the overtime rule, but yeah, okay, go on. You know, yeah, but people are. But hey, it was still a credible game. Back and forth, of course back and it forth. Was. But the party started seconds after the Chiefs won that thrilling game against the Buffalo Bills. And it was a fun time for players and fans. Defensive tackle Chris Jones made sure to greet Chiefs fans in the stands of Arrowhead Stadium. And in the process, created a special memory for those he greeted. With fans packed as close as possible to Jones, he grabbed a beer and emptied the contents just like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the beer he slammed like Stone Cold Steve Austin was in fact a Michelob Ultra which tweeted its approval of Jones's actions. They tweeted, Stone Cold Ultra Jones has a nice ring to it, don't you think? Hey, retweet if you think there should be a celebratory Stone Cold Ultra in Casey's future. Could there be another beer moment for Jones? 
Perhaps because Jones liked what Michelob Ultra had to say because he tweeted back at Michelob Ultra. Absolutely. Michelob Ultra. So <laughs> Michelob Ultra applauded uh. Chiefs Chris Jones' choice of beer with Chiefs fans after that Sunday win by him taking a Michelob Ultra from a fan and drinking it straight Stone Cold Steve Austin. But in this case, Stone Cold Jones. And uh, this isn't the first time something like this has happened for the Chiefs. Former Chiefs offensive line Eric Fisher did something similar during a 51-31 playoff win over the Texans in 2020 when the fans who sacrificed their beer were rewarded by Budweiser. All right. Yeah. It seems like there are more and more athletes getting into this. It's like, do you know who the OG is of drinking beer during a sporting event? I'm going to go ahead and throw this at you. Fun fact. Who's the OG? Uh, okay. Go way back. Well, how about how far back? Uh, no, I'm not gonna give you. Oh, that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how far back, Chad. Babe Ruth, man. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Babe Ruth is the OGs. Like, yeah. Hold on a second. I'm gonna come over here and I'm gonna chug this beer and then I'm gonna go out there and hit a home run. You know that type thing. And actually, that was a fun fact. There's a different athlete and he was in the minor leagues. But that's not the point. The point is, is that sports and beer go together like peas and carrots, kind of like James and Chad and pontoon boats and. 10% beer and everything else. 6.8% beer by Ingenious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also and also picking up trash and getting free beer. Well, I like it when breweries do promotional events where you can do something and earn a free beer. Well, I do too. And this is this is our uh, final story of the show you know, here. No, this lab- is the- no label did that. Anybody yes. that ran that marathon... Oh, we had some marathon, the Chevron marathon here in Houston. It was the whole 26.2 and then they had the 13. But the anyone that walked into the Tom Painter. Yeah. Anyone that walked into the brewery with their metal got a free beer. So it's a pretty I cool way of, you know, people saying the brewery saying thank you for good things, you know. Well, you're promoting good health. You're getting out there. You're doing something. You're getting off the couch, going out there, supporting the community, supporting the city. And of course, it's a huge marathon. And it's a great opportunity. And Tom Painter doing his part, getting out there, and also rallying around the brewery, No Label Brewing Company, out there on the uh, west side of Houston. And they've got a running club out there. they got a good, they got a good one. They do. They that's do. That's a, a good club. But anyway, this is a feel-good story of the week. And speaking of our home market, our flagship market right there, we're just on the road from Studio S. There was a, a gentleman by the name of Dave Ward who always liked to sign off at the end of the night with a feel-good story. Long-time and, broadcaster here in the Texas market, in Houston market. Yep. And before we go, <laughs> and that's how he'd always start. Before we go, yeah, all it was always ble- a feel-good story. All the bleeding story. stories ended with this nice story of a cat being rescued from a tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, Knoxville, Tennessee residents right now, uh, they can get a nice fringe benefit for cleaning up trash around the city. That's right. Get your trash pickup supplies at the Print Shop Beer Company and fill it up with litter and take it back to the brewery for, yeah, you guessed it, Free beer, print shop beer company, and Alliance Brewing Company in South Knoxville, Tennessee, are are trying to partner together with the Keep Knoxville Beautiful Pickup for a Pint event. By the way, whoever in the marketing department put that together, genius right there. I love that. Pickup for a pint. That's right. The event sounds exactly like what it is. You know what you do? You pick up trash, and you fill the bag, and you take it back, and they give you beer. 
That is as simple as uh, no registration necessary. Need not be, you know, I guess you gotta be 21 and older. Okay, whatever. But the point is, is it's so simple. So keep Knoxville beautiful is providing garbage bags and litter grabbers and gloves and all that other stuff, traffic vest. And they're also, you know, it's like, hey, listen, we're out here cleaning up trash. Why? Because we want to go drink for free. Well, there's another brewery <laughs> in, in Tennessee, Jackson City Brewing. They also hosted a thing called Pick Johnson up- City. Yeah, Johnson. Yeah, Johnson City Brewing Company. They had a genius marketing pickup for a pint, and it's the same thing. You go around collecting litter in exchange for a cold brew at the brewing company. So love it. Yeah, love it. See, events like these are important because they allow the breweries not only to have a chance to give back to the community, but also provide something that people can bond over beer. And that is this edition of What's on Tap Radio. Thanks, Chad. <laughs> and also I see Chad ends it on a high note and I appreciate that and also I want to thank our sponsors Southern Star Brewing No Label Brewing Buffalo Bayou Brewing Beer Logic Conference and Events Galaxy Jewelers The Backyard Grill and of course Cast Branding that sponsors our podcast go check it out the podcast will be posted shortly so for Mr. Beer Logic is that list going to grow next week? I don't know I hope so Chad keep, please please keep it growing alright well for Mr. Bill Logic Chad Pilby my beer guru James I'm saying hey thanks for checking out What's on Tap Radio we hope you enjoyed it and we hope you join us for another Action Pack show next week we'll see you then cheers Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.